All of us are on a complicated journey of faith, pursuing truth and deeper knowledge of God. But how do we know we're doing it right? Many of you know that faith is a complicated thing, and it can be a painful and difficult journey. And far too often, we are not given a space where we can safely address the complications and issues that arise naturally. My name is Joshua Patterson, and one of my best friends, Marty Frederick, and I have agreed to join each other in creating exactly that kind of space where questions and critical thinking are welcome. We want to look honestly at the issues and questions plaguing the Christian church today and to genuinely seek out what it means to live like Jesus in our ever-changing world, in our expanding universe, and in our pluralistic society. We believe that doubt is not the enemy of faith but perhaps one of its greatest allies. We think that the Christian life is more about asking the right questions than it is about finding the answers. And we believe we are being called to continually ask those questions, renewing our minds and rethinking our faith in the process. Thank you for joining us on that journey. All right, well, welcome to another episode of the Rethinking Faith podcast. As always, I'm one of your hosts, Josh Patterson, and with me today is my good friend and brother, Marty Frederick. Marty, what's going on, man? What's up? I'm not just with you, I'm with you. Dude. Like, is that a euphemism? Or <laughs> like, like, are, we, are we starting off this way for real? Biblical sense. <laughs> I'm here, live and in person. <laughs> live like, and in person. Sitting in the room, not just via Zoom. Like, Bars. It's right. <laughs> I thought I was waiting for someone to throw it out there. Uh, no, man, it's been sick. I've been visiting, hanging out with you, Josh, for the last couple of days and uh, checking out Baltimore breweries and hit, hitting up DC. Um, even like got my hand in for like a brief moment uh, for a Cuba Libre protest down there outside the White House. Like literally got up there and was shouting Cuba Libre, Cuba Libre uh, with tons of protesters outside the White House. They, they, they were letting... Wow. They were letting Joe hear it, man. (laughs) If he was even there, they were letting him hear it. Um, But DC was cool to check out. I actually, I'm 37 years old. I'd never been to DC. Wow. First time. Yeah. So it was, it was cool to walk around and um, my brother was with me. So we got to walk around and do some fam stuff too. So overall, this has been like a sick vacation before I begin a ministry role. So jumping right back in. But uh, for now, for now, it's just, I'm just enjoying life, man. Heading, <laughs> heading to Winston-Salem next to visit my sister. Um, and then I'm driving back up to Vermont and starting the job. So, yeah. You're a busy man. Yeah, all over the place. <laughs> yeah, Traveling the world. There you go. Yeah. Sweet. Well, uh, Marty, as you can see, although he's not here with us in person. That would be that sick, would be though. Sick. <laughs> yeah. But <laughs> coming all the way from the West Coast, we got propaganda in the house. Prop, how you doing, man? Hey, I'm back. I still didn't want to do this. <laughs> I'm totally down. He was, like, he was like, man, the first time was bad enough. I was like, oh, get on these guys. Yeah, these guys again? Saw yeah. it on my calendar. Like, Here we ah, go. West God. Coast, best coast. Though, seriously. Yeah, that's right. That's right. <laughs> like, ah, oh, damn it. I was <laughs> Man, who signed me up for this? They're getting fired. Well, prop. So yeah. you've already given us an idea of who you are and what you do, but just yeah, give a you know that was a little bit ago. So just give us a brief a brief intro again. Who are you? What do you do? 
man, I'm a published author. You can call me Ernest Slimmingway. You feel me? Uh, I got that from the homie JB. So, you know, you know, so, but anyway, he was like, man, call him Ernest Slimmingway. I was like, let's go. Uh, yeah. So I, uh, yeah, you know, my name's Propaganda, poet, author, uh, rapper, um, podcasting, uh, and coffee nerd. Uh, and yeah, I've been um, doing those things for a long time. Uh, and um and I'm at a root canal on Friday. So oof, I'm like, yeah. you know, <laughs> so I'm feeling glorious right now. Yeah, you know what I'm sure. <laughs> I don't know. Give me two hours. Then I'm yeah. going to be like curled up in a ball again. But uh, yeah, nah, yeah. So I uh, just released a book um, called Terraform. And uh, and um, yeah, I'm excited to be here. Dude, I saw I saw your, your, uh, your morning with your Ode Grinder. You had a Dude. little a little issue this morning. <laughs> right behind us. Was that from the yeah. Mets? <laughs> yeah, no, I know, right? Uh it was from the pain, really. It was like, cause uh, yeah, the like I hadn't taken it, take because you gotta, you know, for the pain meds, you gotta like, you gotta get some food on your stomach. And I'm yeah. like, okay, well, let me make some coffee, make some breakfast. And I put the thing in there, and then I just forgot to put the cup back under the bottom and I hit the button and I'm watching it. And it's just pouring out. And I'm like, you should do something. <laughs> Press a button, do something. So then I stopped it and I was like, well, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to take a picture. Take a That's picture. That's right. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. Last time when we talked, I went out and bought some Terraform from Onyx and, yeah, and it was good stuff. Delish, right? Yeah. yeah. And then just last night, I uh, ordered myself a new Malkernig X54 grinder. So I'll, I'll be getting that in the in the coffee bar. Yeah, so, dude. That'll be my that's a good grinder. Right? Yeah, brand Y'all new. I don't even know, man. That's a yeah. good grinder. <laughs> brand new. And for, uh, for yeah. people who aren't hip to the lingo that's going on, when we talk about a grinder, we're talking about coffee, not, not marijuana. <laughs> yeah. It's not, yeah. An it's not an app. It's not an app, and we're not talking marijuana, which we could. I mean, I mean, we could talk the marijuana grinder. I mean, I, well, dude, I, don't, I, mean, I don't know. I don't know any deep cuts on that except for the ones that just come with the. Yeah. <laughs> come with your first purchase <laughs> well bro your your latest uh hood politics episode had me wanting to be a corner boy so I'm oh waiting. man don't do it <laughs> <I'm> just, <laughs> yeah, that's even awesome. lecrae said it don't do it don't yeah. do it don't do it um well prop another another question we like to ask our second time returning guests is who is your favorite live musical act that you've ever seen like what's man, the ever best? There are some people, there are some bands that are so good that you're like, I have to like step out a second. I have to step out because it's so overwhelming. It's so beautiful. So like there's two acts that to me are like that, that I'm just like, I can't, I can't watch the whole thing because it's too beautiful. Mm -hmm. I know it's weird to say, but like one is this band called Seren, um, who now, who just recently got back together. Uh, and then the other is is Johnny Swim. Okay. Nice. They're just, it's so like, it's so emotional. Cause it's so, when they bring the full band out, I'm like, I can't, I can't, it's too much. Mm. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. So I, I think that would be that um, as far as like ever, you know, um, I've been to so many damn concerts. So it's like, it's hard to, yeah. it's hard to hammer it down, you know? Yeah. Have you listened those, to Drew Holcomb before? Of course. 
<laughs> Johnny Swim and Drew Holcomb are super tight, and they're like, yeah, they do stuff together all the time. But yeah, I, yeah. I feel that because when I saw Drew Holcomb, that's how I felt. It's like, whoa, man. I was like, I need whoa. a break, man. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. For Leave sure. me alone. I'm going to go cry in my bedroom. Yeah, I did. Like, I'm telling you, first time I saw Saran, man, like, I was like, I mean, it's instruments I've never seen before. And even their time signatures, like they have so many like change ups with the time signature. It's just the ups and downs. I'm like, I can't like, I can't, dude. This is too, this is yeah. too dope. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Nice. It's, it's, too awesome. meta. it's crazy. Sweet. Well, good deal, man. Like speaking of music, you not only have a new book out, but also a new album as well. Yeah, EP, yeah. Yeah, EP, Terraform. And the book is also called Terraform. Mm-hmm. And like, just a question for people who have no idea what's going on. Because when I first saw the word Terraform, I was like, what, what the hell is Yes, crap on that was about? the hope. <laughs> yeah, yes. so what, what is yeah. Terraform, man? Fill us in. Yeah, so it's a science fiction word. Um, that's kind of one of those words that jumped into science science, um, where it's the process of like, when you find a distant planet, the process of making that planet livable to be able to support life is called terraforming. Um, so yeah, it's like, you know, it's, it's all through science fiction, but now it's Mars, you know, it's what we're trying to do on Mars is like, it's terraform it. We need to build a, a atmosphere, you know? So I use that as a creative jump off of like, the more I look around earth, the more I'm like, this is becoming less and less livable, mm-hmm. whether it's, a uh, geopolitically socioculturally or like 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 the geology like the actual ground you know we're running out of fresh water there's you know extreme weather there's you know forest fires and just like i'm like it's getting less livable so what if we took earth and thought of it not only earth but ourselves our societies our nations as terraforming projects so Mm -hmm. i was like the creative like jump off for it yeah yeah dude I like, which was like fantastic, man. And like, you, you start the book with the, like this hypothetical about, like you were saying, talking about terraforming Mars. Yeah. And then it's so interesting because there's in this tension where it's like, why are we trying to terraform Mars when like earth itself is not all that great? <laughs> yeah. Like and it was- already does that. It already <laughs> does what you're trying to make Mars do. Maybe we should just take care of it. Yeah. You know? <laughs> yeah. yeah dude that like the the opening i don't know if it's the opening poem but i remember just like immediately being hooked uh because you had this poem called if we aren't careful yeah and dude it's like that i like stopped reading because i I was just sitting in the kitchen reading and i like was like noel can i just read this to you out loud and she was just like damn (laughs) yeah it's like do um do you have a copy of the book in front of you by any chance? I can grab it. Think is that cool? Would you be yeah. Would you be real, uh, willing to read that poem or no? Yeah, the if we ain't careful. Yeah. Oh yeah, that's one of my favorites. Yeah, dude, it's it's. I mean, everything was just like seriously. I, I was telling you before we started recording, like this book is just so fantastic. Like the there's like a whole like an energy to it. Um, mm-hmm. There's like like, I feel like the book is you, like you put so much of yourself into it um, that it was like something that I could connect with, like even emotionally. So like Mm -hmm. I had to stop and put it down 
and be yeah. like, okay, I need to like go outside for a minute. <laughs> yeah. And like that poem was one of the things that's just like, man. That's dope, man. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So this poem's called If We Ain't Careful. Yeah. If we're not careful, Mars will be just another gold rush, another pre-Columbian America, scraping, raping, scratching, gouging, making up lines, then screaming mine into newly made oxygen, tapping planetary veins in search of arrogance in the form of rocks, imaginary wealth. You know, the real actual millionaires of the gold rush were the shovel salesmen. I think we going about this all wrong, Mars. Finna be another East India trading co. Spilling Mars spice across the most pristine of spacecapes until somebody start a war over shit that just used to just come out the ground. Till somebody use what come out the ground to buy the ground. You know what really funded the Renaissance was the forests, the Atlantic Ocean. You're wrong, mom. Money does grow on trees. Trees are money. We just ain't getting none because you it's killed them to build their cathedrals before me and you could get out the nigga quarters. Listen, I ain't salty. Hell, salt for sale, too. Are we going to really act like Standing Rock protesters weren't absolutely correct? Lakota water sources stained in earth blood. History got bars. Rhyming like a mug. You know, if we not careful, our next friendships will be just another gold rush. People at soul food, utility, transactional, possessive. If you ain't careful, your marriage, just another gold rush. Pleasure, lust, identity. It's been my finding that we seem to respond better to crisis than we do warning. And I'm not too confident about that first one, but if that vice ever got versed, it would body the beat if we not careful. Your own health will be just another gold rush. You too busy taking advantage of you to even enjoy you, to realize your quote unquote Fs to give are a fossil fuel, non-renewable. Yes, there's enough of you to go around, but where is your code? Everything ain't for everybody. When's the last time you told someone no, even when the bag was oh so yes? Why are there chunks of you floating around the farmers and stock market? You couldn't bring your full self nowhere, even if you tried. But I tell you what, the dirt always wins. Trees, when they are ready, split sidewalks, expanding their shoulder blades. Earth as Mars, the planet will be fine. But you need a break. And we need each other. And although you don't owe us anything, we're just lucky to be in your orbit. <laughs> Bro, <laughs> that, man, like, holy shit. Like, listeners, Thank that, you, man. like, straight up, man, that, when I first read that poem, I literally, I had a, I put your book down because I was weeping. Wow. Um, like the the just where I'm at in my own life right now, like I so I last time we talked, I still worked in a church. Uh-huh. I since left working in the church and I took the job as a bartender at a brewery. Uh-huh. And then I got promoted to GM in like three wow. weeks. It was insane. Yeah. And then last week I made the decision to step down from that role mm-hmm. because like how you put it, even though the bag was oh so yes, my body was telling me no. Yeah. 
<laughs> it's tired, not bro. It. Yeah, you got home, dog. Yeah, I don't see, I don't see my yeah. wife, my family, you know, all that kind yeah. of stuff. And it just the the that concept of like, even if you like try to bring all of yourself, you can't. And I was yeah. like, man, prop is right. I can't. <laughs> yeah, man. So I'm out, oh. and it just like it just hit different because it like mm-hmm. the right time in my life. Um, yeah. I don't know. Well, and I know yeah. when I read, when I read this, I heard your voice reading it to me. That's dope. <laughs> yes. Because That's dope. like you did you, I mean, and I mean, I know that you, you know, it's not about, you know, Oh, you know, everything was amazing and just getting praise all the time. But like, you know, you wrote it in such a way, like Josh was saying earlier that um, it was your voice. And your voice carried through beyond dope, just being what was written on the page. Yeah. But, you know, going going all the way back to excellent in the back of my head, I can hear it. I can hear uh-huh. your voice and I can hear you saying all of those things. So it it just, it's one of those things, man, where the beauty transcends beyond something like, oh, wow, the words really go together well. Or he's That's really, dope, he's really, you know, putting himself onto the page. It's like, it's more yeah. than that. Yeah. Um, yeah, dude, dude, thanks. Oh, I'm sorry, I cut you off. Go no, ahead. you're good. You're good. Yeah, it's like I know. I think of like, since I'm like a, you know, really like a rookie, uh, literature writer. You know, I, I think of writing like performing. You know, and I'm like, mm-hmm. uh, what would I do if it were live? You know, well, I know there are even if I know it's not. So like in my mind, I'm like the writing has to do has to do, you know, do all the lifting, you know, it's not like I can, you know, plan my pregnant pauses and <laughs> add the smiles and slow downs. And you know what I mean? I have to like make your eyes speed up when I want you to speed up, you know what I'm saying? So that you could, you know, hear my voice and, you know, hopefully there's like the vast majority of who has this book has never heard of me. That's my hope. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so like, so, so putting myself on the page in a way that like, is so true to me was something that was like, it was a tr- it was tricky, you know, cause I've never done it before, but that's been the feedback is like, oh, this is you bro. Like, this is so, even the editor was like, dog, I like, I really hear you in this. Yeah. And I'm mm-hmm. like, that's, I mean, that's dope. You know what I'm saying? But it was just, <laughs> it was like, I wouldn't, I didn't know any, <laughs> I don't know how to do anything else. So right, like, right, I'm right. glad it's working. Cause I, I don't know how to do anything else, you know? Yeah. yeah. Have you, have you thought about, now, I mean, it's kind of a dorky question, but have you thought about putting any boom bat to any of the, any of the poetry in there and just, yeah, some of it is, some of it shows up in the mm-hmm. EPs. Right. Uh, right. And then the, um, the audio book, uh, experience, the original plan was to score it. So like oh, nice. when it got to the poems, there would be songs that are like played behind it. We just, the budget and the time was just like, yeah, no, nah, that's, that's not gonna happen. So well, I, I happen to know a drummer that would do all that for free. <laughs> I know, right? He's right here, just so you yeah. know. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I throw my drums on your tracks, no, no yeah. issues. <laughs> man, uh, talk about shameless plus. Yeah, right. <laughs> I like it, man. That's the way. It's the way to go. Yeah, Shoot your shot. Yeah. Uh, well, I think then, like, is so then we we kind of mentioned the EP a little bit. So the song called "We Are the Culture" just. Yeah, I I listened to that like the day it came out. It was you know it was only a couple of days after we had um, we had recorded our last episode that it kind of yeah. dropped just that track. Um, yeah. I guess talk about that a little bit. Yeah, so the that's off the People EP. 
Um, mm-hmm. You know, and if you see in the book, the book's broken up into four sections and one of the sections is called The People. Yeah. Uh, so that's the EP to go with that. So We Are The Culture is just, it's, it's really in a lot of ways, it's a celebration, but it's a reminder too of like, really the point I'm trying to make about culture is like, it's us, like it's not, just kind of bucking against this idea of just the culture wars and mm-hmm. we're at war with culture and especially like, which is something that is just, we just happen to sit in the era of church that is in the shadow of the like Chuck Coulson's and the, in the, the culture war, culture warriors and Phyllis Schlafly's and, you know, all these like bigger names from generations before us that sort of formed the modern evangelical into what it is, um, which is something I think a lot of times, you know, church folk really don't ever want to accept like that somehow or another we we sit outside of normal <laughs> ways that humans and cultural trends and eras, like we have our own, it's the same, you know? Um, so we sit in the shadow of the culture wars, you know what I mean? And it kind of led us all to believe that we were somehow not that we're at war with something that we are, like we make it, you know what I mean? And, and it's a, just a fundamental um, misunderstanding of what the word means, you know what I mean? It means it's two humans trying to figure out how to stay alive. It's good language, culture, you know what I'm saying? Like, you know, it's the, which is a means to stay alive, you know? Uh, so, so I wanted to remember, like remind people that like, yo, like it, culture is, is as unhealthy as we are. Like if we unhealthy, then the culture gonna be unhealthy because it's us, you know what I'm saying? So, uh, so I just wanted to, in a, in a way that's very celebratory to, remem- to remind us like, nah, like this is dope. Like we made these things, you know what I'm saying? But that with that comes great responsibility, you know, to, yeah. like, <laughs> to make sure that it, we make it beautiful and better, you know? Yeah, and that like that, for me, like, I feel like that, that theme or like that idea, we are the culture is like a strand that kind of like ties, like back into the book Terraform, it kind of like ties the whole yeah. thing together. Cause that's like yeah. the jumping off point. And yeah. for me, like that realization was huge. Um, Cause at first when I listened to the song, I was like, Oh, this song's just dope. Like, yeah. you know, whatever. But then like actually starting to listen to it. And then when I read the book, I could see them meshing. Yeah. And I was like, I, yes, there I it see is. it. Okay. I yeah. got it. Yeah. Like we yeah. are the culture. So when we talk about like, yeah. oh, well, that's just how politics is like, well, no, it's not. It's that way because we made it that way. And guess what? Yeah. Since we made it. We can fix it. <laughs> Bingo. There it is. Yeah. That's so, you just, you just understood the book right there. Whole thing is like, oh, wait, it doesn't have to be like this. We made it. So let's make something else. Right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and that was like, like a, a really practical example Mm-hmm. um that hopefully if listeners if that still didn't make sense to you could could hopefully make it click so like i was having a conversation the other day with um the assistant gm at my at my job at the brewery and mm-hmm. i was telling her how i don't like the culture of the the industry um mm-hmm. you know like how people are cutthroat or like whatever these kind of things yeah. she was like oh well that's just how it is like if you want to be in this industry you're just gonna have to get used to that uh-huh. I pushed back against her and I was like, no, like, do you not yeah. realize like your job and my job is to shape the culture of this place. And so yeah. you don't have to play by those rules. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. I get to make it remember. Yeah. So then I'm like, now that I'm here, you know, say it like we're, we're going to start making it different, you know? Yeah. 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 Well, even-
history too. I mean, how many times has somebody said, oh, well, you know, that's just how it is, you know, yep. this, the pastor yep. gets to do that or, you know, mm-hmm. well, you know, well, we, we just, how come you guys don't play any modern songs or how come you guys don't play any hymns? Well, that's just the culture. That's just how it is. And it doesn't have to be that way. No. Yeah. Uh, it doesn't. And, we could. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and I think, you know, for, for, I mean, for you working in, working as a teacher, you know, it doesn't mm-hmm. have to be that your students come in and all they do is learn. Yeah. You know, they, there's so much yeah. more that you can give to them besides just what, you know, Amerigo yeah. Vespucci decided to do, you know, or <laughs> there you go. Columbus yep. decided to do. There you go. You get to bring more to the table because you're you and no one yep. says you have to do it another way. And those that do, they've bought into the part of culture that they're not supposed to have bought into because yeah. they were told that that's how it is. Yep. <laughs> that goes Nailed round it. and round. Yeah. Yeah. And that, I mean, to go on a tangent, what you just said about teaching and also to like push hood politics again, because yeah, I'm telling you, that is my favorite podcast. Let's go. Okay. <laughs> I stay, dude, I recommend it so much. I love it. And people are like, I, I don't get it. I'm like, dude, it kicks ass. Just trust me. Trust me. Yeah. But, um, you like, this is, somewhat on topic but also not but i had like a like a mini epiphany moment in the car the other day driving to work because you were talking about i I think it was on the the clean water episode you did yeah you were talking about how when you were a teacher um in the inner cities like the first thing that was on a student's mind wasn't like oh i need to learn about geography it's like i don't give a shit about that i want to know where my next meal is coming from i need to know where water's coming from yeah. And so like, for me, it like, it challenged me. Cause I was like, oh man, I've never even thought about that before. Yeah. Like, Cause so how many times do you hear people saying like, oh, the thing that the problem is education. Like if we can yeah. just educate people, then everything will be okay. Yeah. But it's like, bro, you're missing the point. Not they're if not I'm hungry. Worried. Yeah, exactly. They're not, they're not care about the education if they wouldn't need food. <laughs> yeah. And like yeah. that triage. Yeah, yeah. That just like really kind of broke a lot of categories that i had yeah man yeah it's it's the interlocking you know systems and how like you can't it's just impossible i understand for like it's like okay i understand for the process of understanding what a laptop is that would well, really get it you gotta like open it up and look at all the parts mm-hmm. you know but it's not a laptop if it's just the parts on the table (laughs) you know what i'm saying like it doesn't work like that you got to put it all together you know and once you put it all together now you see how it actually works and that's culture and justice issues so it's like if you say well the problem with this community is education well it's like well you basically you just went into this laptop pulled a piece out of it like it's a car and say well here's here's your problem right here you know what i'm saying (laughs) it's like well no man it all nah it's all it's it's that's not how it's it's all interlocked you know what i'm saying and if it's like and if this is the problem then that meant that that part's overheated and if that part's overheated then this ain't getting enough gas and if this ain't getting enough gas then this is happening here and then this is frying so if you if you if you could pinpoint it to be honest you could pull out any one of them because they're all connected you know Mm -hmm. what i'm saying Mm -hmm. so now they're all damaged you know what I mean? Yeah. So it's like, you can't just fix that because that caused this, which caused this, which caused this. There's no, there's no one answer. It's like, we got to overhaul the whole thing, you know? Yeah, It's yeah. almost as if the example Jesus taught of knowing people and being at their level makes all the more sense to our modern crazy. world. 
<laughs> crazy, bro. Yeah. It's crazy. Yeah. yeah. And he knew what he was talking about. It's like, nice. And it's yeah. like, it's, it's the idea of intersectionality, right? Like that's, that's exactly what I'm talking about. What yep. you're talking about. And that like, it's funny because we are Marty and I were having a conversation today. There's a, a, a coffee spot near my house called Zeke's Coffee. Uh-huh. And uh, we walked to it this morning mm-hmm. and we were having a conversation as we were like walking down the streets of Baltimore and like, you know, seeing different things. Like some of the houses are like run down and boarded up while like other ones are like, you know, nice and beautiful and good, whatever. But we started um, talking about like the idea. I made a joke earlier about being a corner boy, but we mm-hmm. it, like it just came up. It was like, well, dude, like that the way prop talked about in the episode made so much sense because it's like here's i can make you know a hundred dollars yeah, real quick most logical choice yeah, it's the yeah, best choice you know, to make yeah like yeah. why wouldn't you it's like the same thing like why would i go get um a minimum you know a job paying me like seven dollars and 25 cents an hour where i have yeah. to bust my ass when i could you know do this and make a hundred bucks yeah they both seconds. have danger <laughs> right <laughs> they both have danger they both suck there's both of, i could lose them all you know what i'm saying i'm like well highest reward you know what i'm saying so i get it yeah yeah totally that it's like it's when you when you calculate all those things together you know and like we said in the show it's like it's it's the possibility like the possibility of of getting on top the way that you could like the the ceiling is so much higher in the minds of a kid you know what i'm saying than like you said this minimum wage job like this is it like this this <laughs> i've maxed out here you know right. and it's like man i'm not going to do that like why would I do that? Like, I want to go somewhere that where there's a higher ceiling, you know? Yeah. Or Dude, there's I, no ceiling, you know? <laughs> Absolutely. And it's like it, like the, to try to tie this back in it, it, it reminds me of just the idea that like, if we are the culture and like, there's these different systems that we see and we try to say like, oh, that's just how it is. Well, no, we are the culture so we can shift it. Um, mm-hmm. One of the things that you talk about that I thought was so important was this idea that words make worlds. Yeah. And that part of the issue is, is like, we need to start telling better origin stories. Yeah. So like, and I mean, you like, man, they were like that, that section of the book was like super emotional for me. Cause you like, you like took and spun like these like terrible gross narratives and then said, well, let's talk about it like this. And you showed Mm -hmm. how out of suffering, pain and lack came. Yeah flourishing and, and beauty and beauty resilience soul food yeah. gourmet yeah. cooking yeah 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 that so like when it comes to telling better origin stories like i guess one of the ones that i mean you break down so nicely in the book just to like give people an example is just this myth of meritocracy yeah like that story sucks yeah man um but i get it i get why <laughs> We want it like that's it's a it's a cleaner way of thinking because it's like it's a straight line. If I work hard, I succeed, you know, but like and and the, and, the, and it's crazy because it's like. Yeah, we all know it's not that simple, like we all know it's not, you know, yeah. that's the part that blows my mind about us collectively is like, OK, we know that's not. We know that's not it, you know, what I'm saying that there's so much more to it. Um, but if you if you allow that to be your origin story, then you say then you look across a person who is suffering, who's not succeeding. And you're like, well, you're just not working hard enough, you know, um, but you but it's like you're your own contradiction because, you know, that's not true. 
Yeah. They might be there. Now, sometimes it is true. Like, yeah, man, you know what I'm saying? Go get a job, man. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> right. When you can, you know, but you understand that like there's there's so many other factors that go along with this. There's so many other hindrances that go along with this stuff. So then rather than telling yourself that that is the, that is the only story of America, you just say, no, it's just one of many. You know what I'm saying? There are things that we can work on. And, and then rather than looking down at this person to be like, they're not making it or they didn't make it. It's like, no, they're actually making it despite, you know, the truth that they are working just as hard, if not harder than the rest of us. And they're, but they haven't seen the rewards that you and I have seen. And they're still getting up and getting after it is like, so now I'm looking at them different. I'm like, damn, that actually, that fool's a, Hey, he's, he's a hero. You know what I'm saying? So rather than, so now it's just, it's the same thing. You know what I'm saying? Just totally different. It's not to erase the pain. I think that that was one thing that I was afraid that like people would take away from that thing was like, I'm not justifying your suffering. I'm not saying because some good came out of it, that it was okay that you went through that. Like, no, that still sucked, you know, mm-hmm. and it's still suffering, you know, uh, but it, it doesn't have to be the, uh, the sort of like death diagnosis you know it doesn't have to be that like there's another way that you can look at this suffering you know yeah yeah well for sure i mean that's that's like the the classic uh you know problem of evil yeah it's like our our friend tom ward says like that in his experience that's like the number one reason people like bail on religion in general not just christianity they're like yeah shit happens and it's terrible yeah so like i think you did a good job of of threading that though in the book that you weren't trying to erase it but rather um to transform it or i guess you could even say could you say terraform it build something better yeah, i don't know totally it's exactly <laughs> what i was saying terraform yeah terraform <laughs> terraform, terraform the pain yeah yep. yeah and it's uh it was cool because even just for me it like because like i mean to be honest like my my past has been pretty easy i grew up in uh-huh. like a middle class white home both of my yeah. parents are still together they both have jobs. They make money. Yeah. I got whatever I wanted growing up. But one of the things that really has been negative for me has actually been my experience in the church, which is why I don't work yeah. in one anymore. And the mm. way I've talked about it and thought about it has only been negative. Mm. And so like, that's, that's the bit that I was really pressed on or like challenged by in your writings mm-hmm. was like, okay, how can I tell a better story about that? You know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and I don't, yeah, quite, and that's I don't the have challenge. an answer, <laughs> man. That's the challenge. It. Yeah. It's like, it's sometimes it's like, you got to look at the void and then look at yourself and, and wait for it. You know what I mean? It, it may come, you know, and I don't, I don't know. I can't tell it for you. You know what I'm saying? Cause that's your story, but that's true, bro. Like there's something there or, or if it's not, it's like, Hey, but you made it. Yeah, absolutely. You know, like, yeah, no, I'm here. That's, that sucked. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, you're right. It sucked. Yeah. 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 And, and I think too, like, just like you're saying, I'm sitting here right now. I've gone yeah. through a lot of things, but I'm sitting mm-hmm. here right now. Yes. And I'm, I'm, I'm good. Um, like 30 minutes before doing this episode, I got a text from like my best friend from since I was like, you know, in sixth grade, he is 37 years old and he had a stroke oh just, God. and he just, he, it, it was from a neck injury and it just, oh. he was sitting there at work. Do He's works from home. He's working and, uh-huh. you know, and I remember saying like, well, man, like I'm, 
all I care about, I'm glad you're okay. I mean, relatively, um, you know, he can't do anything with his right side for six months. And um, it's just going to be a, it's going to be a trial. Oh and when gosh. he gets to the other side of that, he's going to be in that place of saying, well, here I am. I'm here. Yeah. And I here got I through and he, uh-huh. could, he could say, oh my gosh, like, you know, woe is me. <laughs> life is, life sucks. And like, ever since that, he's a guitar player and he's oh, a, a really good guitar player. Won't be able yeah. to play. And, uh, you know, it could be different when he's, when he's come, comes yeah. out the other side. Um, but he'll be there and he'll be surviving. And I think a lot of times that perspective shift um, is really super important. We had Rob Bell on just about a year ago now. And he uh-huh. talked a lot about that too, just kind of reframing and tra- training yeah. yourself to, you know, when you see things from the negative, you could just continue with that and you could, mm-hmm. your life could suck or you could figure out how to change how you're looking at something. Yeah. Um, and, you know, you could see the good, you know, well, how can I, how can I minister to people in the place I'm at right now? And yeah. I don't have to be a pastor to do that. I can, you know, yeah. I, I can do that in any spot. Um, Absolutely. And you talked about that a little bit, the perspective shift, um, but you talk about we are the earth. And so it's a little bit different than the we are the culture. Will you talk a little bit about that? It's all connected. I get it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, <laughs> the earth sandwich. Yeah, that was the funniest thing. Bro. Yeah, it's that like, I mean, this it's ninth grade science. It's just we, we just never really put it all together. It's like, well, you're made of the same stuff, Yeah, you know, and it's like, so, yeah, you're you're made of earth you know, and so is the food you eat, you know, and then it's like, and so is the room you're sitting in. It's made of earth. Like you just like, it's for me, it was one of those like, oh my God, it's dang, it's so true. Like, I just never, I never, I never connected the dots, you know, Mm -hmm. but it's, but it's sitting right in front of us, you know, that like, oh, it's all one. It's all one, you know, it's like, uh, yeah, it's, it's one like you're just like oh my god it's and I, and i i kind of sat in it for a little bit of like damn that's really beautiful like this you know and so taking care of earth i mean it's take it's taking care of me you know and and taking care of me is taking care of earth and then taking care of my neighbors taking care of the earth it's like we're just i i can't believe i never saw it before you know and like and then, and then especially like, okay, that's ninth grade science, but it's also first grade Sunday school. Like you're made of earth and you're like, oh my God, this is my, the- it's my science and my theology. Yeah. Then what am I, what am I even doing then? You know what I'm saying? So like when it all clicks, you're just like, I, it's, that's one of the things like where it's like, now I can't unsee it, you know, now I can't, you know, I just the idea of like chopping a tree down, you know, I I haven't gone full off the grid, but I do understand that like, well, there's a cost to that and there's a beauty in it. So there's a there's a different appreciation for what's happening. You know what I'm saying? Like even like the, you know, the slaughtering of a getting real ancient here the slaughtering of a of a buffalo you know for the sustenance of a family you know and the growing of a crop that'll feed another buffalo you know so you're just like just seeing that like well it's all it's it's connected you know what i'm saying 
And that connection, you know, to me is like, if you have a, a, you know, a somewhat of a Middle Eastern worldview, whether it's (laughs) any of the top three, you're just like, or any of the three, you're like, oh, this is, this is, it's actually my theology. Like the way that I'm working with the land is part of my theology, you know? Yeah. Yeah. But prop, I thought that we weren't allowed to have science and faith intermingle with each other. Oh, yeah. Well, I don't know, man. Yeah, I was like, okay. It's so funny. It's like, yeah, that that thought I've never known how to like answer it to where you're just like, well, I don't yeah, believe in like, science. Like, well, yeah. well, science isn't a religion. It's yeah. nothing to believe in. It's just it's, how shit be. Yeah, it's this is just looking at what the thing's doing. When I mix <laughs> this and I mix this, it makes this. Yeah. Yeah. And it just happens and it is that way. Yeah. Well, I don't I don't believe in that. Well, okay. okay. <laughs> well, you ever drank some iced tea? You know yeah. that's science, right? Yeah. You put leaves in water and it changes science. Do you like yeah. chocolate chip cookies? Science. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Bro. You know? Yeah. What's Do like, you I, like coffee? Oh, that's <laughs> there you straight go. up science. Beer science. is chemistry. Yeah. yeah. But I think part of it, part of what makes that so hard to see though, prop is just this idea. Like we're like, when we're growing up, we're just constantly taught or like at least shown an us versus them mentality. Yeah. Them us, or like we're taught geography and we see the lines around the United States Yeah, is completely arbitrary. Yeah. Like they don't actually exist. And then it just, it, it, the world shrinks and we, we gain this, uh, this bias, like that my life and my experience is probably the only one that's true. Mm-hmm. And like, then you completely lose everything else. But once you are able to like step back and even, I mean, you use the example in the book of like when astronauts go to space and they yeah. see the earth, everybody has the same reaction. Yeah. And it's just total awe. And you realize that it's like, it's not that we're on earth, but that we are the earth like yeah this thing that exists that we call the earth yeah we're all a part of it like we are it and it's like i think part of also what's so difficult is just like some of the philosophy that has been handed down and given has been very like object subject oriented when like that's just not how things work we're like so this now go with me because this is going to get weird but like I really dig like open and relational theology and process thought. Mm-hmm. So within the realm of process thought, you have this idea that you don't have experiences, but rather you are an experience. Okay. And on like a metaphysical level, that like science kind of helps back that up. Because once you get down to the nitty gritty of everything, um, it's kind of chaotic. It's like, yeah. And like you, I mean, to talk about cast in your book and I was getting like so hyped and excited. I was like, yeah. yes, yes, yes. Yeah. Cause it's like in the beginning, Genesis doesn't talk about creation out of nothing. If you want to believe that that's fine. But like it says, no, it says. in the beginning, there was chaos. Yeah. And God is the God who brings order to the chaos, but chaos yeah. is like the natural state. And at the very heart of everything is this chaotic relationship that we don't fully understand. Yeah. Like we have, how much percent of our universe is just dark matter, dark yeah. energy. 94%. That, that doesn't yeah. do, but we, but we need it. <laughs> so yeah. Like yeah. we, without it, we wouldn't exist. And so it's just yeah. like that. I mean, again, comes back to like telling better origin stories, like the yeah. story that we're separate is shit. 
<laughs> yeah. And yeah, it's, and it's just not true. It's just, yeah, it's crazy. Yeah. Facts, dude. I like that. I like yeah. that rabbit hole. I like it's that like, long loop you went. That's yeah, very me. <laughs> no, that's very, that's the way I tell stories. I love it. Yeah. It's called ADHD. <laughs> it might be, man. Maybe. I, I feel like I could track it though. So I'm like, ain't no deficit. I'm following you. Oh yeah, yeah. you're good. It's like, I, <laughs> I like connect these dots in my head and then I say something and people are like, sorry, man. <laughs> yeah, no. I'm like, maybe y'all have the, the attention deficit because yeah, I'm following it. Yeah. Why yeah. Not? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, sweet. I guess um, quickly, I wanted like just to, sh to, to shift the conversation slightly, give it a different feel. I want to, play like word association with you okay so i want to throw four words at you okay and then just like go with it okay you'll recognize the words it's it's actually not very clever the listeners will think it sounds clever but it's not you'll get it okay. immediately here's your four words jesus kingdom empire and daniel word association jesus kingdom jesus yeah. kingdom empire and daniel yeah daniel um jesus kingdom empire daniel uh just that uh, i'm gonna say this is the way to the way we should relate to our world <laughs> see i told you you'd get it <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> <laughs> can you what do you mean by that though oh okay talk about <laughs> this how we should relate to our world yeah yeah um he just moved daniel just moved remarkably different than the culture wars going back to that and the way that we we were supposed to or at least the way we think we're supposed to like you know with babylon being the picture of the symbol of all that's evil in the world i mean daniel worked for him and i think like let's let's let that sink in he worked for king nebuchadnezzar like he <laughs> and he was good at it and i think that like I never worked for that evil company. Well, I don't know. Daniel did, you know, <laughs> <Yeah>. so <I'm> like, <laughs> yeah. okay. I'm not saying I'm saying, for example, you know, obviously don't build your theology around that, but like Daniel worked for this kingdom, but what Daniel understood was like, but I belong to, or he worked for this empire, but I belong to a different kingdom. I'll work here. It's fine. I'm here. You know, where's the promised land. If you look at your old Testament, like, where is the promised land? Well, it's in Babylon. They just got an occupier. It's been colonized. You know what I'm saying? It's been colonized by Babylon, you know, but we're home. This is it. It's just got a evil overlord. So I'm not going nowhere. I'm here. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You're, you're new. I'm a part of this kingdom. Empires come and go. So my allegiance isn't into that. So when you build something in the image of the empire, like the golden statue that nebuchadnezzar built for himself it's like well i'm not bound to that because i'm not made of it like that's not my image but i mean it's fine if you want me to you want me to count these papers sure but you didn't make me like <laughs> i just work here you know what i'm saying so i think uh his attitude was like i'm a member of a different kingdom i'm made in the image of the kingdom i'm a part of mm -hmm. you know so wherever I go, I'm still a part of that dominion, but I'm also not a, but I'm also no, I also know I'm not supposed to parachute out. I'm supposed to be where I am because I'm already in the promised land. It's just got an occupier. So um, 
you know, using Jeremiah, the, the 29 chapter, um, you know, prophet is saying to the people like, yo, build houses, get jobs, have kids. You're here, <laughs> be here. You, you know, I know my plans for you. Just, but you're here and pray for peace. Yeah, no, pray for peace. Where are you going? Where, where are you going to go? Where, like, where, where's anything else? You're here, but you're a member of my kingdom. So it's, so get a job, dude, fine. You know, so I think that like the model that Daniel gives us is just this idea that like, yo, I just work here. I ain't yeah. from here. I'm not made like y'all. Like I'm built different, but I'm here. But you don't get to claim that you built me because you didn't. Yeah. Yeah. You that know? Man, and, and it reminds me because it, it brings up, like it brings up attention for me that I've noticed recently. And I was actually telling Marty about this earlier. So like, I'm with it. And um it, but it reminds me of like uh in one of the the hood politics episodes sorry for keep plugging that um you were talking about how some people you know are like die hard like i'm an american you know fourth of july whatever and then other people are like no nah, i just live here yeah and then you're talking about that you were then connected that and related that to like um like gang stuff where it's like mm -hmm. the hood versus the neighborhood yeah yeah, like, yeah but it, so what started like was interesting to me though is like prior to living in Baltimore City, I was I mean you can ask Marty. Everyone was like Josh, why do you hate America? Um, I was like I don't hate America. <laughs> yeah, you're like but, oh, okay, here we go. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But, but like so now and and like I never quite understood the the wanting to buy in and defend something. But now I started where I work now in Eldersburg. There's a lot of like hoity-toity people, and the amount of times that people come in and talk shit about Baltimore to me. Yeah. Drives me crazy. Yeah. And it didn't used to. I don't know uh -huh. why. But now it's like so I have this tension where I want to be able to say like okay, this isn't my my kingdom, but like bro, I live here. And it's like yeah. it's like starting to manifest in myself. I don't know if I'm making sense to you, but like I don't like like before I wouldn't have cared cuz I yeah. would just be like, yeah, whatever, it's America. I just live here. But now, like, I'm, I'm for whatever reason, finding a connection with Baltimore and the people in Baltimore. And then when these people outside who live completely different lifestyles. Yeah, you weren't there. Exactly. You weren't outside. So, like, that it, is tripping me out. Mm -hmm. And I don't know what to do because I haven't experienced that connection to a city or to a place before. But, like, yeah. something is, is happening. I mean, it's beautiful. It's yeah, like, you're, you're, you're becoming a, a community. Yeah. This is what we mean by community. You know what I'm saying? It's like, nah, we're one. This is my community. You know, and of course, it's some bullshit happening. Of course it is. <laughs> I'm not dumb. I'm not delusional. It's my community, though. Right. You know what I'm saying? And I'm like, yeah. and you're not there. You you feel me? So like it'd be it would just be smart to like, why don't you just keep our name out your mouth or come <laughs> see yourself? Right. You know what I mean? And and like and have a little growing a little empathy that's dope man I, I'm, that's good to hear you know what i'm saying and have that tension you know what i mean and we all have that tension like i have that tension about la where i'm just like man the amount of things people family friends that this city has taken from me like i should hate you you know what i'm saying but i'm like 
but you could do no wrong. You know what I mean? Like, I, I love you with all my heart because of all that you've given me because I'm one of, this is me, I'm part of it. In me contains the same multitudes, the ability to build and destroy. And I see myself when I look around the city, I see, you know, the same middle school, same high school, same struggle, same problems. I see it, you know, and I see the same beauty, the same like strength. It's just like, it's common. It's like a, per it's just like the your spouse. It's like, yeah, she be tripping. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But I will beat your ass. You say, you know, feel me like, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, okay. Even if you write, you don't get to say that. Like, yeah. you don't love her. You know what I'm saying? So, so even when I think about like, uh, you know, my children, even when I'm like, like on their head, it's like, I'm on their head because I love them, you know? Yeah. And so when you think, blow that up to America, I'm like, I'm on America's head all the time. I'm like, for you to say, will you hate me? It's kind of like my child saying when I took her switch from her, why do you hate me? I'm like, oh, sweetheart. Okay. <laughs> I hate you because I took away your switch. All right. Because I'm not letting you have like cookies for dinner. I hate you. Yeah. Because, because when you say dumb stuff, I call you on it. That mean I hate you? Okay. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So I'm yep. just like, all right, baby. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Totally get it right there yeah. with you. Yeah, man. Well, I, I think just to kind of first to wrap up with you, we just um, have a quote and we want to get your thoughts on moving forward uh, okay. after hearing that quote. It says, what is prayer but focused awareness of what was always there? So relax, mm -hmm. remember, breathe. Yeah. I wonder who penned that line. Do you know, I don't know. <laughs> it's pretty dope, man. It's really dope. <laughs> yeah. Someone should put it in a book someday. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think that like it was more about myself, you know, like just the tension around, you know, growing up with that uh belief that like I just I gotta if I get the right amount of reps in, if I say the say the right combination of words. I'm going to get God to do something, you know, yeah. and just, you know, this side of my life, I'm just like, okay, that's ridiculous. You know what I'm saying? Like, it just, this is not it, you know? And, and then, and the reality that like, I, there's not many religions in the world that don't have an element of prayer huh. in some way, you know? And if I were to, again, go back to science and just be like, what is, what is physiologically happening to humans when in prayer, when in meditation, when in, you know what I'm saying? Like when it's, and, and what it seems what's happening is this like, physiologically, our bodies is slowing down and we're becoming mm -hmm. present. You know what mm -hmm. I mean? And your and your brain is now focused on not the trauma. You're not in fight or flight no more. You're in, you're in a moment of relaxing a moment of breathe you're in you're in presence you know what i'm saying uh, so i think that like what it's good to remember when you're praying you know and even just from a christian worldview is like um is like what am i trying to say <laughs> is if if from a from a christian perspective if god is who he says he is in scripture then there's no formula. It's a matter of 
Paul's idea of like meditating on what is so ever pure, what is just, what is praiseworthy, what is beautiful. And it's focusing and forcing our minds to do that, even as we're continually bringing petitions to the Father, you know what I'm saying? Um, but it's training our minds to keep our brains on his goodness. And, uh, but it's, it's, which was already there. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? The goodness was already there. Yeah. That, yeah. I think what you're describing is for me, at least in my current stage where I find myself faith wise, I think you're describing at least to an extent what, uh, how I understand the word salvation, mm -hmm. where, for me, salvation is coming to the awareness of what is already true. Um, mm -hmm. That like the world is already full with the presence of God in and through yeah. all things, that everything is connected yeah. and that there's burning bushes everywhere. If you have uh -huh. eyes to see that the ground is yeah. sacred, that this experience matters mm -hmm. like that for me when i talk about salvation i'm not talking about going to heaven when i die but rather an awakening or paul says the renewing of your mind or you can mm -hmm. say putting on the mind of christ being able to see the world yeah. the way christ does and i think that understanding of salvation seeing the world the way christ does where everything is connected where everything is sacred um where God is present in and through all things, every, you know, a bush is a burning bush, so to speak. Mm, yeah, every you, bush is a burning bush. That's yeah. good. And when you get there, like that understanding for me, like a more contemplative mystic form of Christianity as a wisdom tradition. Ooh, yeah. That good. jumping off point, mm -hmm. plus this idea of terraform, like bro it's endless that's dope you see what i'm saying it is i do like, see what you're saying and i think that's why i loved your book so much man like man. it's so good wow <laughs> wow man you got me thinking that's why i was looking down i was like man, that's beautiful much love yeah <laughs> well i appreciate y'all man yeah i don't know how to end it yeah no, you're yeah. good you're good i we appreciate your time man yep um totally and listeners like pick up a copy of terraform because i promise you please. you will not be disappointed mm. please and yeah. go pay for a, a copy of the ep yeah yes <laughs> oh yeah <laughs> don't yeah. pirate it somewhere oh my god i guess yeah. the, the last thing i'll ask Brap, just real quick are you gonna i've seen some pictures on your instagram are you gonna get to be doing more touring or is that just around it's happening oh okay. yeah it's happening there's a live stream coming and there's a and there's an in-person coming it's happening sick, sick. yeah all right well next time you're on the east coast near the boston way or up there i'll be you'll see me in the front row Ooh, here we go <laughs> he'll be like, oh, be like oh damn it this guy again here's he that guy are you gonna ask me some more questions yeah <laughs> all right dudes let, let me do my thing all right yeah. thank you man oh my pleasure guys all right, I'm slide out. Hell yeah, man. Have a good one. See ya. Peace right, and love. Peace. Listeners, thank you so much for hanging out with us today. And uh, seriously, go grab a copy of Prop's uh, book. Go check out the EP. It's fire. Um, Marty, any closing thoughts? Nope. All right. Well, there you have it. That's uh, 
the way the cookie crumbles. I'm Bruce Nolan. I can't say the next line because it has the F word in there. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks. All right. Peace and love, guys. Go Blackhawks. Go Caps.